Welcome back. This is a fun episode of Nerd Talk. We're going to be talking about the show Friends. And so I invited my friends, Micah and Alicia. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I'm excited. Absolutely. I think it's uh, something that I need to say is that, you know, we we actually filmed this episode and then the corruption uh, f- files and all that. And so I, <laughs> I'm so grateful that I have friends that can come in and say, you know what, we'll, we'll re-record this episode. So again, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, I, you know, I one of the, my wife is a huge fan, so I think she'd be willing to do it more than once. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I exactly hate talking about this show. <laughs> I actually had this on earlier today. I was in my office and I was sitting back just eating lunch and I was like, I want to watch some friends. And so I, I was catching up some season two and it was some really, really good. Uh, the commentary was just really good back and forth between Joey and Chandler. Um, and I just, I laughed through the whole thing. I was like, this is great. Uh, cause I think they were talking about Julie and the, uh, Chandler had just got tailored and so they were talking about that is not how it's supposed to happen and then like everybody's all focused on Julie and all that but they were focusing on the tailoring and how you're not supposed to be groped while getting tailored and I thought that was hysterical (laughs) so we're going to introduce something a little bit more fun with this episode and it is friends trivia so Alicia since you are my friends person here my 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 go-to I'm going to go ahead and ask you 10 questions and we're going to see if you can nail it okay all right. All right. Micah, count count the wins and losses on this for us. What <laughs> is Phoebe's favorite fake name? Regina Falange. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. What is the name of Joey's stuffed penguin pal? Oh. I can see him in my mind's eye. like snuffles or it's not snuffles but it's something like cutesy hugsy it's hugsy good job (laughs) yes when mr heckles stole marcel what did he rename him i know he dressed it up like a girl like it was like a ballerina he dressed him up in like a ballerina suit he did but what did he name marcel Oh gosh. I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one, Jordan. This one was Patty. He named Marcel Patty. Patty. Okay. All right. It says name one, but I'm gonna see if you can get all of them. Name one of Phoebe's triplets. Frank Jr. Jr. Yep. Tandler. Yep. And Leslie? Yeah. I'm going to say that you redeemed yourself from that last one. I'll give you the points there. Nice going. <laughs> Chandler's girlfriend, Aurora, had three other lovers. Name one. Aurora? Aurora. Remember, he was the side chick to this lady. She was kind of that more rich, fancy kind of girl, and he kept trying to tell her, hey, be with me, run away with me, and she would bring in more more guys that she was uh, – a lover too. Oh my god, I'm completely drawn in blank. What season was that? Uh, I think it was I mean, season was two or early. three. Yeah, it was like two or three. You know, I don't even remember that person's name because she was like, married. I don't remember Aurora. So she was married, and then had a side guy, and then there was Chandler, and then it, uh, at the end of the episode, you find out she had another side guy. The three names are Andrew, Ethan, and Rick. I would have never gotten that. All right. 
I've got another one for you. Whose tuxedo did Chandler want to wear only to find out it was too small? Pierce Brosnan? Yes, Pierce Brosnan. Good job. James Bond. Who was the grumpy old man who lived below Monica and Rachel? It was Mr. Heckles, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I I should have asked that one before I asked about the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of Phoebe's roommate no one else knew about? Gosh. I remember her being kind of odd, which, I mean, it's... Well, it's Phoebe. So, <laughs> I guess it would be odd. Um, that's a tough one. I, I honestly don't remember that one. Russell. His name was Russell. Huh. Who did Rachel say that Barry looked like? Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> and last but not least, what does Elizabeth's dad call himself while looking into a mirror? This is probably my favorite of all the things. Okay, so this is Bruce Willis. Yes. He's standing in front um, of the mirror, and he says... Didn't he say, like, I'm a cool guy or a... You're close. You're so close. Guy. I'm a neat guy. Neat guy. <laughs> like, I just love that he goes in and he's like, I'm neat. Like, I'm a neat guy. Like, of all the things you could say. Like, not, I'm the bomb. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Like, I'm a neat guy. Yeah. Well, it also kind of tells his age, too. He was he was a little older. Than he was. And I, I love even more so that it was Bruce Willis's character who said that. Because I feel like when we look at Bruce Willis... That is not like he's a manly man, kind of like the action adventures and things okay. like that. And that it just made me laugh. So we're going to start out tonight. I want to know out of the main six for you guys, who was your favorite of the characters and why? I'm going to go with Joey because he was just so random. <laughs> I think, you know, Phoebe and Joey both are random, but I want to go with Joey. Because you never knew what he was going to say. You never knew what he was going to do. Um, watching an episode on TV the other day. Uh, and it was one of the ones where he uh, throws on every bit of, was it Chandler's clothing? Mm -hmm. And he does lunges in him. And he says <laughs> he's not wearing underwear. And it, like I, I had just that. so happened to walk into the living room at that very moment. And it was just like, yep, that's Joey. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Joey. I love, I'm going to pause real quick. I, have you seen, you guys have seen the Friends reunion, right? Yes. Yeah. I love when they do the the stunt where they're showing all the old clothes and things like that. That that Matt LeBlanc uh, went off stage that nobody even saw him leave, and he got into the attire again and wore all of Chandler's clothes and did like the the strut down the the runway. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. So what about you, Alicia? Um, I I love Chandler. I think Chandler is just hilarious. He's sarcastic. He, I guess I just relate the most to him because he tells really corny jokes. Yeah. And then he laughs at his own jokes. I don't know. I've always, I've always just really appreciated his sense of humor and, and I relate the most to him. His wittiness. His wittiness, definitely. Absolutely. So, definitely Chandler for me. I, you know, I'm going to play off this a little bit. What was your favorite of Chandler's jokes that he said? My favorite line is one that I actually quote fairly frequently. Um, I'm not so good at the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? <laughs> I 
love that's that. My, that's my all-time favorite Chandler line. That's fantastic. A joke or a line? Well, joke well, line. I mean, he was always you, a practical George, joke. I'm going to say that it was kind of that practical joke kind of line, like kind of a dad joke. Like, I oh, feel exactly. like that would, I, I feel like that's where that would sit, right? Is that more dad joke-ish kind of thing? Yeah. Did you have a favorite joke that comes to mind, Micah? I mean, not so much a joke as I did, like, a line, but one of my favorite episodes, which we'll talk about in a little bit, was um, in season nine during the Thanksgiving episode when Joey forgets that he's supposed to be in the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> but um, what part of Oklahoma was he working in? Tulsa. Tulsa. He was like, shout out to Jordan. He's in Oklahoma right now, but not in Tulsa. Um, yeah, I'm about two hours away. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, when they mentioned Tulsa on the parade, he's like, hey, that's where I work. Woohoo! And like he's just really excited about it. That's one it was of my, like Muskogee or, or something. It was a, it was like a marching band from Muskogee. Yes, which Muskogee, was Oklahoma close. Or something. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's close to Tulsa. Woohoo! And he yeah. like he, he gets really excited <laughs> about it. And that's one of my favorite lines. And then um, in the same episode when he's asking Joey if he you know was part of the you know the popular daytime soap opera Days of Our Lives, and Joey's like, oh yeah, I was supposed to be there, and he forgot. He totally forgot. And um, <laughs> I, lo- I so love that because he's part wearing of the I love that episode so much is that because there's so much in it. Him and Monica are fighting over the their wedding uh, china. Mm-hmm. Joey forgets to go to the parade. Uh, Ross and Rachel bring their daughter to Thanksgiving, and her sister shows up. Yeah, um, it was a jam packed episode. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot. And then, like, he writes all the you know he writes the fact that he's supposed to go to the parade on his his arm, and, he's and then wears the long sleeves on the other arm, and he's wearing long sleeves, and he forgets. Like, and, let's, just... and let's be real, especially with Friends, and a lot of sitcoms like it. A lot of the best episodes were the ones that it was just the six of them. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. the, her sister was in this one. Well, yeah, but I mean, like the main character, or they're all in one place. They don't move. At one time. where it doesn't feel like they don't hey, there's like there's multiple stories. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, for... and... oh, Good. No, I was gonna say Rachel's sister keeps forgetting everybody's names. Yeah. Why do you keep making that noise? Why do you keep making that noise? (laughs) I know that for me, my favorite character is and always has been Chandler. Uh, There was this one line that he said that I just loved. They were like, hey, guess what? And he's like, the fifth dentist caved, and now they're all recommending Trident? Like, (laughs) I just... (laughs) Which... Which I feel like kids today are not going to understand that same reference, but those of us who grew up in the 90s and 2000s, like, that was such a huge part of, like, the commercialized pieces to these. And, like, everybody had a slogan, like, where's the beef? And, like, he played off of so many of those so well. And I absolutely loved it. So, I just, yeah. Like, that's the same thing about Seinfeld. I think that, like, I just finished Seinfeld. I know we're talking about Friends today, but, like... We'll do an episode of Seinfeld on the road, but like uh, some of my student workers at the college that I work at, you know, they're really into Seinfeld right now, which that aired late 80s, early 90s. Friends kind of overlapped, started in the 90s and finished in the early 2000s. And it's like some of those references are like out of date, but yet they're becoming popular again because, you know, trends like the 90s, trends like the 80s are coming back, like hairstyles and clothing styles and, and things like that. And so like, these kids are just catching on to that stuff. So I don't know if they would understand it or not. Do you? I mean, I, I some of it, yes, maybe. Um, I think some of it. Kind of funny. You know, that stuff is funny. It's like a funny line anyway. Mm-hmm. So that might make them laugh even if they don't have the context behind like, it. Like, I don't think that they would get Bruce Willis going, I'm a neat guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like some of the trendiness of 
like either clothing styles, fashion styles, and some of the phrases maybe. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if kids will fully understand unless they start to Google it. But Googling, I mean, you can find anything anymore. You can be like, okay, what were the jokes? And, and some people have gone in and tried to figure out exactly what every joke was a reference to. And so there might be an article out there that says, hey, this is like all the, the Chandler jokes and what the references were because they're, they're not going to fall the same way that they did back then. I mean, you you picked up those as you were watching it alicia you watched these as they were coming out didn't you yeah i mean so we're about 10 years older than you but i can remember watching these with my mom you know and i granted i was like middle school but i can still for the most part remember some of the episodes watching and watched all the way through watched the oh, yeah. finale live and it was Gosh. With, commercials. Honestly, yeah, yeah. with commercials, with commercials not not on Netflix or I don't something like that. Miss those days. I do not miss the days of having to wait. Oh yeah, the next episode to wait to see if Rachel got off the plane, like yeah, all of the different things. Well, I I laugh because I didn't actually find friends until I was in my twenties, and like for me, I, it, the show's been off the air for well over a decade and and by the time that I actually got into it and so I had COVID last or back in December and so going through it I was like oh like I'm gonna give it like a full shot like a few years back I got through like three seasons but kind of burned out I don't do well with just watching like a full series like I have to kind of break it up I can't just binge I know a lot of people they're like I could binge a whole show in like a week or so and I'm like yeah that's not me like I need to break it up with Arrow or uh, Flash or like something superhero and then maybe I'll go and watch some Star Wars or whatever but I went and I, I planned out that I would watch Friends and my wife started getting into it and now we're kind of re-going because she wants to watch it as I watch it and so I'm like you know just catch episodes here and there but I just think watched, that Friends has been amazing well, yeah we watched it separately obviously and then we watched it uh, together this well, is you know, back in I don't, I don't know like shortly after we got married because we didn't have cable, but we had it all on like DVD. Yeah, oh, yeah. we had every me. season on DVD, and so we just that and was. And I had them before we got married. And this is like pre-Blu-ray too. Yeah, oh so yeah, we have all every season on DVD, and so we were, you know, before we go to bed every night, we just pop a DVD and watch two or three episodes before we go to sleep, and you know, it was on Netflix the first time. But before we uh, we had money and you know could do things when we were young and married. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I feel that. That was one of those things that I remember buying shows. Uh, I went digital, of course, because like, I'm kind of that 10 years younger. I saw that digital was kind of moving forward faster. So I remember buying all these shows digitally, like Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother, stuff that came out like right at the end of Friends and like continued that same process. And even The Office, I was buying some of that stuff as it was happening. And yeah, I totally understand that uh, when when you're young and married and all your money's going towards housing and, and gas and all the other essentials, and you can't just go buy play stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I think that this is a phenomenal show. I would definitely give it 10 out of 10. Uh, but what are your guys' favorite episodes? Like, just to name a few, what are some of your guys' favorite episodes that, that come to mind when you think about this show? A lot of my favorites are the early on episodes. So, definitely my all-time favorite is Season 5, episode 14, the one... Sorry, I'm giving the wrong one. That's not the right one. Um, the one where everyone finds... Yeah, that's the right one. The one where everyone finds out. 
Oh so yeah, where, where uh, Chandler, Chandler and Monica are dating. Kind of, yeah, so, I mean the the episode begins by the whole Phoebe seeing it across because Ross is moving into Ugly Naked Guy's apartment and um, she's like, "My eyes, my eyes," because she sees them, you know, going at it from across the way, and. The best line in that is, they don't know that we know that they know we know. Wasn't that where they were, like, playing chicken? They're like, I know that they know that we know that I know that they know. Like, oh, they, yeah. they just kind of, like, were going back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. That is my all-time favorite. I, um, I got to say, in that episode, my favorite part is at the end when Ross finds out. And oh, yeah. because he literally has the guy in there to show, hey, I'm doing better mentally. And then he's like, get off my sister and like freaks yeah. out in front of the guy that he's trying to convince that he's not a crazy guy. Oh, classic Ross. Um, the other two, the one with the res- with all the resolutions and honestly, mainly because of Ross's leather pants, like Ross's resolution was to do something new every day. And he's on this date, and he's getting all sweaty, and he's wearing leather pants, and so we end up. He can't get them off. Yeah, well, he gets them off, and he can't get them back back on. on, Yeah. So we. He called Joey. (laughs) Yeah, he's like calling Joey on his little flip phone to try to help him, and Joey's like, "Is there baby powder? Is there is there lotion? Like he was just asking all these things again, and he (laughs) tries to pull it up and hit smacks himself in the head, and (laughs) I mean comedy in that. You okay, George? <laughs> I just I forgot that he smacked himself in the face, and as soon as you said that, like I remember, like him wham, and just like <laughs> it's such great comedy. Um, and then the last one is the actually the one with with the one with the embryos. Um, it's not for the reason of the embryo part, but that's the episode where they make they have the game for the apartment. Oh yeah, and that's just such a good episode. Just you know, Chandler is a transponster, and Monica's like, that's not even a word, and they end up losing the game over it, or Miss Chenandler Bong is the name on the TV guide, stuff like that. What was Monica's name on the field hockey team? Big Fat Goalie! Big Fat Goalie. <laughs> I just, I loved that. That was a yeah. great one. Micah, what were some of your favorite episodes in the in the series? Um, I referenced season nine, episode eight, the Thanksgiving one, where we just talked about the Thanksgiving, uh, where Joey forgets that he's supposed to be in the Mason City Parade. Um, I was just thinking of, uh, I totally forgot. I blanked out. Um, if I can remember, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it, but that, that one was totally, that's probably my favorite all time episode. And I love all, all Thanksgiving episodes, period. Like I, I just, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, and I. What's that? There were two that were back to back that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm talking about, like I. I just thought of one that you guys, as you guys were talking, of one of the earlier episodes. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. Um, but season nine, episode eight, which is the Thanksgiving. I love all Thanksgiving episodes, and then my other two are season ten, and they're actually ironically back to back. Season uh, episode two and episode three. Uh, the second episode is where Ross is quote unquote fine <laughs> with yeah. a D on the end. He's fine. He's like, I'm fine. This is after he finds out about Rachel and Joey. And um, he just, by well, the way, didn't he have a bunch of margaritas in that episode? He did. Yeah. He had a ton of margaritas in that episode and he's, he's fine. He's, he's fine. Um, so yeah, I love that one. And then the very next one is the one where Ross gets a spray tan. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, he, that he was. To be an eight. 
He wanted to be an eight. And so he goes in and they give him a seven and then they give him a nine. And by the time he gets back to, you know, his friends, he's like, speaking of leather pants, that's what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was burnt toast by the time he got back. Um, oh, gosh, I love it. Uh, oh, that's another one of the episodes I wanted to mention and I forgot. Um, what Do you know the season that uh, Chandler falls in love with the bathtub? Do you remember that one? Oh, I know, I think was that that was after they started dating. Was that six or seven? Yeah, yeah it had to have been six. Yeah, probably he, around six. He just where he has like the battleship and the bubbles and the and shark, the little rubber shark. The shark, yeah. <laughs> yep, he falls in love with the bathtub. That's, that's those are great picks. I know for me, some of my favorites were uh, the one where no one's ready. That was season three, episode two. They actually, and I think it's one of the most comedic out of all of it. It's the one where Joey wears all of Chandler's clothes, but they never actually leave the main set. So uh, Monica's apartment, they never leave it. The entire episode is just camera angles changing because when they were talking about it in the reunion, they specifically designed that episode to save on budget for another episode so they could go and put more in and do something different or hire someone in to do stuff. And they said that the entire episode, if you pay attention, it never leaves that room. So people are always because Jordan, I read a stat a couple of months ago where like the cast from Seinfeld, they get paid like a million or two million dollars a piece for per every episode. Yeah. Like royalties now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like just to think just to think back in the 90s or late 90s, early 2000s when they're filming these in one spot. Yes, it takes money to produce and and shoot and act and do all those things. But like the cost of that comparatively now, like if they're making a million dollars a hit on like all those, like oh my gosh, like that's insanity. Well, Friends at one point, and it was called the Friends contract. They were making a million an episode as it was airing, uh-huh. and there was a time that that was happening. And then I remember when Big Bang Theory, and and we've talked about doing a Big Bang Theory episode. There was the last three seasons. The main three, Penny, Leonard, and Sheldon, all three of those actors got a million apiece per episode for we like the last. We did do a Bang Theory episode, Jordan. No, we talked about doing one. No, we, we did. did one. Oh, we did. was on it. Yeah, that's right. We we talked about we it and then we did it. We covered that's the entire series. Yeah, that's correct. We we, we did it. We talked about it. There have been so many awesome episodes of Nerd here here at Nerd Talk with Jordan Halstead that he can't remember them. That's all. exactly it. I, I have to sit down and see what we've done. That's my uh, TikTok prompt last week or next week is <laughs> next uh, week. That'll be oh, so when when this one airs like that night, you'll be like, oh, hey, in reference to tonight's episode. But no, I I think did that did we not do a Big Bang Theory episode? Yeah. True or false? True or false? Uh, I I think that. The one where no one's ready was was awesome. I loved the one before it, where uh, the one with the princess fantasy, um, yeah. the princess Leia fantasy, because it makes me just realize like how funny and nerdy everybody is. Like, hey, you know, we can pick on people who have those, but in reality, some of us still have those fantasies. We just don't talk about it. And I love when Phoebe like grabs the two rolls or the croissants and like puts them up next to her head. <laughs> And Ross turns her around, and she immediately drops him. <laughs> like she's she's just poking the bear, and I was like, that was absolutely hysterical. I loved yeah. that. So I just Jordan, I just looked this up. But it says the outlet reports that the show itself. This is in reference to Seinfeld, and I can look up Friends too. That it shows itself um, was made about they made about two million per episode, or roughly fifty million per season. 
So it was a massive $150 million in profit. Wow. And had cash to, so they all had cash to throw around. And then it goes on to say, famously during the series final season, the cast got tough when it came to negotiations to the network, telling NBC Entertainment that they each deserve a million dollars per episode. So the four of them, the four, ma- four main characters. Yeah. It, like, and that was in the 90s. Yeah, it's crazy what, what comes out of this kind of stuff. I think my last favorite that, I mean, I love the embryos episode for the same reason that you do. Just the, the trivia and them just having fun and poking fun at each other. But I think I'm going to have to give it to season five, episode two, the one with all the kissing. Because Chandler kissed everybody. And, and it was hysterical. He kissed Monica and then Phoebe and Rachel. And it just was this awkward kind of thing. And I'm like, how did nobody notice it at this point? But they were just trying to hide it, and they just they got weird with it, and I, I absolutely loved it. Friends, well, he did, didn't he didn't kiss Ross. Joey yeah, that is the, the one character, character that he didn't kiss. But Joey did kiss Ross. Joey's right. so Joey's kissed everybody, and then uh, Chandler kissed everybody except for Ross. Ross, mm-hmm. mm, Ross kissed all the girls, and except did he kiss Monica? Well, I'm gonna I'm. He did. He did. There was the episode where they talked about their first kiss. Yep. And then Phoebe. Did Phoebe? Phoebe would have kissed all the guys then. Monica and Rachel would have all kissed. They would have kissed all the boys, but the girls didn't kiss the the girls. Okay. So. I don't think so. Yeah. It's just one of those, and it just it was it was really funny to see how the guys ended up getting the most kisses out of it because like in today's world it's just you know it's weird you see everybody just kissing everybody everybody's got love interest with everybody and back then it was just like all right i'll kiss you and then like kisses chandler at like the the new year's eve and it just it's super funny so friends didn't make nearly as much money as seinfeld like in budget wise it says during the first season of friends all six characters were paid twenty two thousand five hundred dollars per episode making them making each member five hundred forty thousand dollars for all early episodes for all the early ones yeah yeah then the cast was given in season two, a pay raise and their salary increased to forty thousand dollars per episode, which made them nearly a million dollars for just one season. Okay, but but there were six of them in Friends, and then Seinfeld. You have to think there were only four. Yeah, plus Newman for the occasional episode. That's very true. All right, here's my question for you guys. Now, what was your favorite acting gig that Joey had? Days of Our Lives, <laughs> because I I just have a sentimental. You know, my mom, growing up, she really loved Days of Our Lives, The Young and the Restless. And there was a couple of other stuff operas that she watched. And so I just remember Joey being in Days of Our Lives. And and just kind of a, a side tidbit, Rachel's dad, the guy that plays Rachel's dad in real life, yeah, um, he actually acted. He acted for years on Days of Our Lives. That's real. cool. Like he was, uh, what's his Vincent? Victor? Victor was his name, but I can't remember his name in real life. But uh, Jennifer Aniston's dad, real life dad, was Victor in Days of Our Lives. So there was kind of that weird connection. Yeah. And obviously with it being on NBC, Days of Our Lives was an NBC show. So they had to get kind of a cheap plug in there. So yeah, I love the fact that he was a soap opera star. He was so goofy and yet he was a soap opera star. Yeah. What is it? Her dad's name in real life is John Aniston. John Aniston. He played Victor on Days of Our Lives for years. What about you, Alicia? Um, my favorite is this, and it's gonna be super small. It was no, I don't think it was ever aired in America, but it was the 
Ichiban lipstick for men. It was the blue lipstick. The blue lipstick. And just because, like, when he he had it on a VHS, and I don't know what brought it about, but he was super embarrassed about it. He showed it, I think, to Chandler. He popped it in the VCR, and it was, like, this very Japanese bun lipstick for men. And it's this weird blue color. It was just really funny. That was always my favorite. I know my favorite was when he tried to pick up the girl at the, the train station in the subway. And it, <laughs> he got plastered for for basically AIDS. I don't remember what the, the official title in that time frame was, but it was basically what we refer to as AIDS now. And it just was like right there. And it's like, you never know what they're hiding. <laughs> and so he tried to pick her up and like she looked right up there and you never know what they're hiding. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm no, we're good. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. All right. We're going to go into round two. Alicia, let's see if you got this trivia. You ready? Oh, geez. Sure. All Throw right. it at me. What kind of car did Monica receive from her father? It was a sports car. It was. Is it? Was it a Porsche? It was a Porsche. Good job. What part of Chandler's body did a knife dropped by Monica sever? His toe. Which toe? I don't need foot. I just need to know which toe. His little baby toe? The pinky toe. Yeah. Yes. What table game do Chandler and Joey have in their apartment? I know this one. Foosball. Foosball. What did Mr. Heckles have in his hand when he died? A broom. A broom. She's killing it, everybody. What piece of furniture did Joey build? He built a very oversized entertainment center that crossed both doors and actually cut Chandler's door in half. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that was the, that his carpentry phase phase over like that episode or two that that happened were just, were really funny. The, it was it was I just gold. Now the yeah, the was, simple answer is just an entertainment unit, but I prefer your answer. I'm going to actually write that on the card. <laughs> what children's show sent Phoebe a keychain after her mother committed suicide? Keychain. Sesame Street? Sesame Street. Killing it. What cartoon character was on the socks that Janice bought Chandler? Cartoon character socks from Janice to Chandler. Kermit? It is not. Um, I'm... The answer says Bullwinkle, but she actually bought him Rocky and Bullwinkle because then he could mix yeah. match and have Rocky and Bullwinkle socks. So mm -hmm. it's not fully there. What dinosaur did Ross impersonate in his class? Velociraptor. Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Seriously. Seriously, if there's like if she could get on Jeopardy and there's just a friends column, <laughs> nothing but friends, and, and she doesn't answer her question the rest of the show and just takes the cash <laughs> and just, runs, yep. like, we would be great. I might do decent. What did Phoebe get Ursula for her birthday? It was a um, a Jetsons lunchbox with a thermos. Is that right? 
you were pretty close. The Judy Jetson Thermos. I'm going to give it to you because you did say Thermos and the Jetson. So last but not least in this round, what is Joey's favorite food? Sandwiches. Sandwiches. That is right. <laughs> yes. I and absolutely also, share food. Yes. I was I was hoping you were going to say that. Oh, Joey doesn't share food. Joey doesn't share food. That would totally be one of my favorite episodes. Do you, do you remember that one, Jordan? Oh, I remember it. Oh, yeah. And then when Rachel drops a spaghetti on the floor and he's like, Joey, I'm so sorry. And he picks it up and he eats it. Like, he's it's like, so it's, all, it's all right. And then she throws it and he's like, well, don't be wasteful. Like, don't waste it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, who of all of Monica's boyfriends was your guys' favorites? Um, I do really like Richard. I know that it's a... <sighs> That was my answer. Oh, that was my answer. But I was gonna, I was gonna say that I kind of had have another favorite that I always forget. Is it Fun Bobby? Oh no, no. <laughs> Fun Bobby was only fun when he was drunk. So no, he was just regular depressing Bobby. Um, no, I love Pete, who was actually played by John Favreau. That's a um, solid answer. Like a, what, yeah, he was like a boxer. He went into boxing. He wanted to go into the UFC. Career. He's like, I've already, com I've, I've done what, what the world said I couldn't do. Now I want to do what my body says I can't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got he laid out in his first fight. Ass. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say Richard because I dig that stash. <laughs> if I could it grow a mustache a, like Richard, I would be. It is a solid stash. It is, and his deep voice. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Selleck's pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the uh, song, Sharp Dressed Man? <laughs> that could be like his interesting. It's just intro. That's just everywhere he goes. Sharp Dressed Man. For me, I think it's going to have to be Chandler. Uh, I, I didn't really care for Richard a whole lot. I feel like the age was just a little much for me. Does um, that count? Do what? Does that really count? Did they not date? Yes, they dated, but I'm just saying they ended up together. I'm, I'm just and I can like, still say he's my favorite. I'm glad she didn't end up with Richard. I mean, I am too. That's it's, fair. Like that's yeah, just I'm, where I sit. Like I think Richard was okay and he treated her well, but like when they brought her back or brought him back for her, like that was really really rough. Like I just sat yeah. back and the fact that she dated his son as well. Yeah, that is, that's weird. That's there, there were just too many weird factors because I'm like you're literally in a city of a million people. Like that just why yeah well especially like he was friends with her dad and all that kind of stuff too yeah okay so i'm gonna side change it real quick to the fun bobby thing because i wanted to say this but we kept moving real quick my favorite part is when fun bobby's not drinking and his grandfather died and they're like who died and they're like no and he oh. just like like very sad just like oh, oh. <laughs> i just i lost it i was like oh man so, speaking of Monica, would you pee on her foot? Would you be a good enough friend to go and pee on her foot? We're talking about uh, some of the crazy things that they've done and, and some of the stories they've had. Uh, if you remember the episode where the jellyfish stung her and Joey starts to talk about wanting to pee on any of them. and <laughs> I just love when he's like, pee on <laughs> I would pee on anyone. I, w I love you so much. I would pee on you. I mean, I feel like Monica is just super neurotic. Yeah. And 
she she's pretty annoying. Like I don't think anybody can deny that. And I would like to think that I'm a good enough friend. And if my friend really needed me to pee on them because of a jellyfish stinging them, that I would do it. But I just don't know if it's in my heart or not. To That's pee fair. on somebody's foot or to pee on Monica's foot? That's also fair. We're going to say Monica for this specific, if we are one of the friends? Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's fair. I think I would pee on everybody else's foot but Monica's. Because she probably wouldn't, let's be honest, she probably wouldn't let you. You know what? I, I think I'm going to take the opposite approach. I think I would try to haggle food out of her. To pee on her foot. <laughs> I, I, would, I would try and haggle food out of the situation. Be like, you have to bake me whatever I want for the next month, and then I'll pee on your foot. You just want Joey's jelly, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> After seeing how much... That was another great episode. <laughs> he just... Like... Oh my gosh, that was that was Joey Thatch. We could uh, we could do an episode on friends, like what our top ten episodes are. Oh yeah. Easy. Oh yeah. Easy. Um, that's that's an easy roundtable. Um, but uh, no. Speaking of side side uh, stories, we were watching. We've been going through and watching the Real World. Okay. Some of the older seasons of the Real World. On uh, we got we got a year of Paramount Plus for free, and so we. They have the MTV library, and so like we grew up watching a lot of the real world. And there was a season, I don't know what season it was, but they went overseas for their trip. And and every season they get a trip where their vacation is paid for and whatnot because of their work they're doing. And they went, I want to say they went to Australia. And one of the girls got stung by a jellyfish, and they're all taking turns peeing on her foot in the shower. So it kind of <laughs> reminded me of this question when you sent it to us. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But they didn't. But they didn't even hesitate. They didn't like her, so they went to pee on her foot. <laughs> so maybe that's why we would go and pee on Monica. We don't like you. That's fair. It is fair. Yeah. We're gonna switch friends over here and talk about Phoebe for a second. You know, Phoebe had some very iconic songs like "Smelly Cat." But what was your favorite of all of her music? Did you like that she would sing? I know that Smelly Cat's probably going to be your favorite, but if you're going Smelly Cat, give me your favorite rendition because there's been multiple renditions that they've done. So what was your favorite of Phoebe's songs? I mean, definitely Smelly Cat, and and I very much love the original. Um, none of the special background vocals or just, just plain old Phoebe with Smelly Cat. But I mean, there are some other songs like the Christmas song that she wrote that um, she brought all of her friends into and um, named them all during the song. But honestly, there were some really good songs that she did for, um, I don't know if it was like a library thing for a bunch of kids. <laughs> but and, she's got all the kids that she got hired to sing songs to. Very Yeah, very realistic. Like, it sounds like it starts out, oh, this is going to be really a cute song. And then it takes a really twisted turn. But she's like, it's realistic. She wanted she wanted them to have that realistic. And the kids like saw her out of the coffee shop because they banned her from the <laughs> library to come. So the kids found her at the coffee shop and ran in. Just It's the lady who sings about the truth or something like that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> about you? I mean, I'd have to say Smelly Cat, too, but um, was it Lady Gaga when they did their reunion? Yeah, Lady Gaga came in and did the, the rendition I, with her. I thought that was awesome. Like, and, you know, Phoebe, after all those years, still had it. 
and oh yeah do it and then like um you know lady gaga kind of give her two cents it was kind of cool to see that moment happen you know 20 years removed so i have a fun fact about phoebe's guitar playing or the kudro yeah let us know she she had she had guitar lessons and she actually got really good so they stopped getting her guitar lessons because they wanted her to not be really good like they only wanted her to know a handful of chords to play all of the different songs but she got so good that they actually stopped doing lessons the chicken claw right with the when she's teaching when she's teaching joey the chicken claw witch's hand or something with one of them yeah yeah no i i well, as a musician, I will I will say, and somebody who does play guitar, like it's hard to not play correctly, if that makes sense. Like, especially if you know how. Yes, especially if you're good at it, you know how, and you're decent, and know chords, and know how to play. Um, it's hard to like. It's hard to fake it. Yes, it's hard to fake it. So, like, I can understand why, you know, once you get guitar and like understand it and understand like the basics of it, like there's no reason you couldn't play a couple of right so like for her if they gave her lessons and they went through that process and she was actually getting decent that makes sense given the nature of her character Mm -hmm. oh yeah i think for me kind of how you said lady gaga i'm gonna go probably five six years prior to the release of that uh reunion episode they had taylor swift had a concert and she had uh lisa kudrow come out and do smelly cat with her and i thought that was like the fact that this is such iconic piece of of you know, media, pop like pop culture. And it just, it doesn't just sit inside a TV show anymore. It's not just something that we make jokes at or whatnot. Like an artist at a concert invited Lisa Kudrow to come play Phoebe and sing Smelly Cat. Like I thought that was great. And I love, I, every now and then I'll go back and I'll rewatch the video and I absolutely love it. So that's one of my favorites. We're going to move forward with Ross and Rachel. They were on and off a lot through the series. Did you prefer them as a couple or did you prefer them separated? Because they were there were seasons where they were together and seasons where they weren't. So what were your guys' thoughts on that? I think that, like, I don't want to answer this, like, negatively. But, like, I feel like that they were better together because when they weren't together, they were miserable. You could just see that throughout the show. Like, yes, they dated other people. Yes, Ross was married a couple of times. But, like... Especially towards the end, you notice the divorced how guy. miserable they were without each other and that they needed to be together. What did That's, you say? I said he was the divorced guy. That's his thing. He's the divorced guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like you could just <laughs> honestly could tell. And I think prob- probably the, the defining moment was the fact that they had a kid together. And they had that they wanted to be together for, for, you know, they loved each other, but they also, you know, had a kid and they wanted to um, do right by that. So, yeah, I think that they were better together. They also prove that you could be friends, um, even after breaking up. So I'm being mature about it. Uh, I think that takes a lot just, out of out of people to be able to to be at that point. But I think that the show handled it very very well. That hey, we're still in the friends group. We still run in the same circle. And yeah, it sucks that we had to split, but it's okay. Yeah, and and you know, I just finished Seinfeld the entire series the other day, um, and kind of a similar situation jerry and uh, elaine they never worked together on screen like as a couple but they referenced them being together and they did they were like the proof in the pudding that people could be friends even though they weren't dating oh so, yeah like 
I think Ross and Rachel were another great example of that. So, but yes, long story, full circle. I think that they were better together um, than they were apart. They were good at being friends, but ultimately I think that they, um, I guess they deserved each other and they deserved to be together after everything that they went through. And like in most, in, in some shows, we've done other episodes on Nerd Talk where we've talked about, you know, endings of series and like, do we think that the ending, you know, served the purpose of the show? And sometimes we don't always get that, right? We don't always get that the, you know, the, the best ending and, and people don't always end up with who we think they're going to end up or they kind of just go off on their own separate paths and they may get, they may end up together, you know, down the road, but, you know, as the ending of the show comes to a close, I don't always get that. And so at Friends, we did. So, and I was happy about that. Yeah. What about you? I, de- I definitely prefer them together. Um, I think that there was, less drama when they were together um and they weren't always i i don't think that they were always good friends to each other during the entire series when they weren't a couple i mean there were some moments like when uh ross was dating i can't think of it i want to it wasn't like barbara or something like that or barb it was Phoebe's friend, and she t- she talked her into shaving her head. Rachel talked her into shaving her head. Like I forgot. I don't about know that. if I consider that a good friend. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about I, that. I, <laughs> I just because she thought she looked great bald. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, I wish I would have done this years ago. <laughs> Oh, no like i mean and there are some other things that happen and it wasn't always like ross did some stuff to rachel too and um i don't know i just per- i definitely preferred them together there was less drama um it i mean it was the longest running romance of the series so it was nice to see how one of the very first lines in the show was ross getting comforted by his friends because his wife had just left him and he's like, I just want to be married again. And and watch walks Rachel in the wedding, in a wedding dress. dress. Yeah. And then Chandler's like, and I just want a million dollars. Yeah. There's a Chandler line. <laughs> there we go. Um, but and then at the end where she gets off the plane and you know, I was just it was a good it was a good way it was good writing it was a good way to end the series for them their story, um, especially after having Emma and stuff. Yeah. No, I, I I think that I prefer them together. I wish there was more time together. I've watched yeah. uh, How I Met Your Mother, and I, I always loved watching Marshall and Lily and how they grew as a couple. And I think that they could have easily done that with Ross and Rachel. Um, I think you could have taken a season off or whatnot, which leads me into the question, were Ross and Rachel really on a break? Yes. Yes. All right, we're they all were, in agreement. Yes, and that so that would be the shortest answer and the shortest question all night. <laughs> they were they were 100% on a break. Now what what he did was crappy. Oh, I I'm not condoning what he did. Oh, I just Oh, and I, no, I I wasn't insinuating that oh, yeah. you were, but like he definitely acted crappy in how, in how he responded to that situation, but they were definitely on a break. Here here's what kills me though. That moment is one of the most true to life moments in the entire show. Because how many people do something stupid after a breakup? And I think that it just, it very much spoke to a culture. It spoke to uh, just people in general. And I think that, you know, it showed, like, give it a little bit. Don't, don't act so rashly. 
So I've got some more questions. So Alicia, you ready for some more trivia? Throw them at me. All right. Uh, what if I actually did just throw them at the computer? If I just like chucked the cards? I don't <laughs> think our list. I don't think our listeners doesn't impact you guys. The whole time zone away. All right. What is Ross's middle name? Oh gosh. It's a traditionally feminine name. Kinda. Starts or with it's an not a ma- it's not masculine. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It starts with an E, and it ends with an E. I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to you. It's Eustace. Uh, yeah, for it. Huh? Eustace. Uh. Ross, Eustace yeah. Geller. Which friend oh. mugged Ross when he was a kid? Phoebe. <laughs> it is Phoebe. <laughs> But she learned a lot. She learned a lot from that comic book that she stole. <laughs> yes, she did. Which friend helped form the "I Hate Rachel Green" club? Um, that would be Ross. Ross, yes. <laughs> All right. Who is the actor that played the character that also helped create that club? I'm Pitt. gonna. This is a bonus question. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Which friend speaks first in the pilot episode? You have a one out of six. Do what? Isn't Ross with the line about wanting to be married again? No, it's not. Nope. It was Monica. Don't ask me what she was talking about. I just know that the answer is Monica. Which friend (laughs) found a naked picture of Monica? Joey? It was Joey. He's like something Joey would do. Which one of the guys once wore a goatee? Would you like to phone a friend? I think he's got it. I was gonna, I was gonna say Chandler. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding! It is Chandler. It's the only one I'm answering because I got it right. <laughs> Which friend heard Ben speak first? Ben is Ross's oldest. Rachel? Yes. Which two friends have donned a fat suit during the show's history? <laughs> Monica. Shocker. And, Joey. and who? And Joey. And Joey, Joey, yes. Which friend massaged an old man with a pair of wooden spoons? Ross. <laughs> That's one of my favorite questions in this whole list. Who did Joey kiss at midnight during the friends' first New Year's together? Chandler. Chandler, yes. <laughs> I think that some of these, you did really good. I'm looking at the, the tally, one, two, three. I think you got like four wrong. You got. I think you got seven wrong in the entire 30 questions I asked you. Hey, that's a passing grade. Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Without studying. Without studying. Without studying. Well, Without a lifetime. I was going to say, she's been watching the show since it aired, so I'm going to say Lifetime of Studying. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of friends on uh, of the cast and crew that helped make this uh, a very special show. They they made guest appearances all over. We talked about a few of them. Who was your favorite guest appearance? And it doesn't have to be one, but 
who were some of your guys' favorite guest appearances? I know for me, I love seeing Danny DeVito come in for the episode where the stripper cries. I mm-hmm. died laughing when I saw that. So, I mean, just different characters like that. Uh, Brad Pitt, I loved him when he came in. Who were some of your guys' favorites? Some big name actors and actresses who came in. Uh, on my list of, or on my notes that I uh, took down for this episode, I I wrote Paul Rudd just because That's a solid choice. Just solid because, choice. Just because what we know now. Oh know, yeah, we cover a lot of Marvel at Nerd Talk on Nerd Talk. Um, but like just knowing that he's going to be Ant-Man, if I would have known that Paul Rudd was going to be Ant-Man 20 years before he was Ant-Man, like you would, you could, I would have told you you were lying, right? Like he was more, he looked more like a, a sitcom kind of like a pretty boy that was going to be like maybe on a soap opera or something like that. Well, you might've even and asked who's Ant-Man. Cause he kind of helped make who Ant-Man really is. Like there, he wasn't like a, a an A-list character. Yeah. yeah. But like, what, yeah, it's a, yeah, to add what I'm uh, saying here is that, yeah, he just he absolutely just blew my expectations out of the water with with Ant-Man, you know, 20 years later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, I, he was very witty in Friends. Like, mm-hmm. there was a couple of episodes on TV the other day when uh, Alicia and I were home, and he was in them, and like, Ross did something or said something to him, and he just kind of stared at him. Yeah. And he just looked at him, and he kind of what and like ross kind of like you know made a fool out of himself like ross usually does oh yeah but, true ross fashion but yes very witty and very charming you know as a young paul rudd but paul rudd let's face it he just doesn't age That's so. all, yeah true and on and he was a good he was a very good balance to phoebe like, yes she was for so Phoebe's ditziness i guess you if you want to call it that um he would kind of bring it down a little bit like Went after they got married, and she changed her name because she did, she could change her name to anything. Princess she Consuela, Princess Banana, Consuela Hammock. Banana Hammock, and he would just to prove a point. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna change my name to Craft Bag." And she ran into a friend, and he was like, "Tell her my name. Tell her my name. This is my husband, Craft Bag." Like, I kind of wish that he would have been like, "Say it like you mean it. It's Craft Bag." Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish he would have kind of. <laughs> I feel like Paul Rudd today would have done that and like gotten into it a little bit more, but I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, I have two favorite, two probably big favorites. Um, they are both funny enough. They're both related to like the nerdum world now. Yeah. As we have, we know it. Um, and they're both, they're both connected with Joey. So, um, Jeff Goldblum. There was an episode yes. where he was getting people for he was um, casting for he a was doing casting or yeah and and Joey I think it was for the movie with I think he was he was casting for the movie the World War Two movie was he I think so because I think it was that and then it went into which I think might be your other person yep yeah. okay um, so he's going in he's like about to wet himself and he's like has this really nervous energy and Jeff Goldblum is just I, I love Jeff Goldblum and everything he does, everything from Jurassic Park to Thor Ragnarok. Like, I just think he's such a funny guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Perfect timing. And he, you know, Joey's b- bouncing around. He's like, I love your energy. I'm loving your energy. What's going on here? And it was just and true Jeff Goldblum. My other favorite is um, Gary Oldman, who is um, 
you know, the Harry Potter universe for the Nerdum piece. Well, um, not even just that. He was Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight series. Right. Yeah. Right. So he, he's got two oh, big credits. Crazy. Yeah. But he, um, so he was acting in the, in that war film with Joey um, and he like came to set drunk and all that kind of stuff. But it was his, it was because of him that Joey ended up doing Monica and Chandler's um, wedding in a, a like the military uniform. I think I'm going to pause real quick because before we, we start to close out this episode, I love that in that specific episode when he's with uh, Gary Oldman, um, I think I just absolutely love when he comes in and says, maybe we need kangaroos. Like, I need a kangaroo. <laughs> like, in World War Two, he wanted a pet kangaroo sidekick kind of thing. I was like, what? Like, it kind of just goes back to what Micah was saying earlier of, just that character being so funny and so ditzy but yet he's a soap opera star he's a very intentional like it it was the the best of both worlds and so uh yeah yeah i i loved i also loved seeing reese witherspoon come in i thought her Mm -hmm. as as one of the sisters that was a that was a good choice uh they just i i can't really say anything bad about any choices like i didn't feel like oh, this was a terrible act or a terrible actor to, to have in this role like i don't feel like they really missed the mark um, and so with that, I think that, that just moving forward, this is going to be just an awesome way that we can start to, to delve into friends episodes. So guys, again, thank you for starting this conversation of friends with me. Uh, I'm glad to have done it with my own friends. So guys, we thank you for that. If you are listening to us, we encourage you to follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram where we're posting daily on TikTok been having a lot of fun uh doing different content and just trying to trying to reach out to a, a bigger audience we encourage you to like follow listen and we will catch you guys here next time on nerd talk smelly cat smelly smelly cat what are they feeding you? Smelly cat, smelly, smelly cat, it's not your fault.